Welcome to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and today on the program, Rabbi Schneider is going to be explaining why the wilderness is necessary for growth. Not many of us can truthfully say we'd enjoy being stranded in the desert or lost in the wild, but there are many of us who are struggling right now with sensing God's presence in the hard times. And that's why Rabbi Schneider is going to explain why these stifling deserts or wilderness experiences are necessary for our spiritual growth. It's in these dry places that God can truly get our attention. And so let's get started with today's message from our series, Don't Waste Your Wilderness. Here is Rabbi Schneider. In order for you to enter into the fullness that Father has for you, you must go through the wilderness. We first see this illustrated, beloved ones, in the life of God's people Israel. Before they were able to take possession of the promised land, they had to wander in the wilderness for 40 years. Now, oftentimes when we think of Israel wandering in the wilderness, we only consider the fact that it's because the spies, when they sent the 12 spies into the promised land to survey it, 10 of the 12 spies came back and they said, those guys are huge. They're gonna destroy us if we go in there. And because they were in fear and didn't operate in faith, they ended up wandering in the wilderness for 40 years. And that's absolutely true. But I want you to also understand this that it was part of Father God's divine plan for them to wander in the wilderness for 40 years because there were lessons that God needed to teach Israel that they could only learn in the wilderness. And in Deuteronomy chapter eight, we read that Father God led his people in the wilderness in order to humble them and test them. I'm gonna read it once again. Hear the word of God. The Lord said this, all the commandments that I'm commanding you today, you shall be careful to do that you may live and multiply and go in and possess the land which the Lord swore to give to your forefathers. You shall remember all the way which the Lord your God has led you in the wilderness these 40 years that he might humble you, testing you to know what was in your heart. I wanna continue on with this concept of the fact that the Lord specifically tells us here that he led Israel, beloved ones, in the wilderness to humble them. Now, what does it mean to humble? How does one get humbled? One gets humbled when they go through difficulty because when we go through difficulty, we become dependent because we don't have the resources within ourselves to go through the difficulty And so in desperation, we posture our heart in an attitude of humility to receive from God that which we need to get through the difficulty because we realize that we don't have the capabilities ourselves to get through. The Hebrew word here for humble is anah, and it means to go through difficulty, to go through trial. We see the same principle shared in the New Testament. For example, we read about Paul's thorn in the flesh how Paul was in a wilderness. He said, Father God, there's a messenger of Satan that's oppressing me and it's assaulting me. Take it away. But Father God said to him, Paul, my power is gonna be perfected in your weakness. My grace will be sufficient for you. Paul then responded, I'm gonna therefore rather boast 
in my weakness rather than my strength, because in my weakness, his power is perfected in me. It's the same concept. Father God tells us here in Deuteronomy chapter eight that he was bringing Israel through the wilderness to humble them. There was a purpose to make them dependent so that they could receive from him what they needed, beloved, in order to enter into the fullness of what God had. Listen to what James tells us in the book of James, chapter number one, beloved ones, verses number one through four, the same thing. My message today to you is, listen, don't waste your wilderness. If you're in a difficult time in your life today, beloved child of God, don't waste it. You're here for a reason. Father God is gonna minister to you and impart to you something that he can't impart to you if you're going through an easy time. Don't waste your wilderness. Thank God that you're at where you're at. He causes all things to work together for good. Have faith and believe that he's doing something in your life right now. He causes all things to work together for good, that he's gonna bring you out of this wilderness. And when he brings you out, you're gonna carry with you from this wilderness something that he imparted to you while you were in it. And that thing that you receive now in your wilderness is gonna be a huge blessing to you and others that you have influence with for the rest of your life. Listen to what James said in James chapter one, verse number one through four. James, a bondservant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ to the 12 tribes who are dispersed abroad. So notice that James' primary audience here, these are the 12 tribes of Israel. Listen again. Consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials. What we're we talking about? Wilderness. Consider it a joy. What did I just say to you? Don't waste your wilderness. James said, if you're in a difficult time right now, if you're in a trial, consider it a joy. Don't waste it. Don't complain, don't get bitter, don't turn on God, don't fall away from your faith, but rather rejoice because God's doing something powerful in your life right now. Consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance and let endurance have its perfect result so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing." The reason that you're in it is because Father God is going to impart to you something while you're here that can't be received when you're not. The Bible tells us in the book of Hebrews, chapter 12, verse 11, that we should consider it once again a joy when Father God is disciplining us. Then the author of Hebrews continues, no discipline and going through the wilderness. We're going to read in Deuteronomy 8, the Father was disciplining Israel. Let me read two scriptures. This is going to be great. I'm going to parallel. First, I'm gonna read the New Testament scripture from the book of Hebrews chapter 12. Then I'm gonna look at the book of Deuteronomy chapter eight where Israel is going through wilderness and we're gonna see how this wilderness experience was actually the way that Father God was disciplining Israel. Here, what the author of Hebrews tells us, Hebrews chapter number 12, verse number 11. No discipline is pleasant while we're going through it, but after we have been trained by it, we enter into the peaceful fruit of righteousness or into the peace of God. Discipline, when we go through it with the right attitude, produces peace in our life. Now consider that, along with your wilderness experience right now, understanding that it may very well be part of the discipline of God that as a result of going through this time, faithfully, you're gonna come out in peace. Listen what the book of Deuteronomy tells us. You shall remember all the way which the Lord your God has led you in the wilderness these 40 years, 
that he might humble you, testing you. And then he continues, verse three, he humbled you and let you be hungry and fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know that he might make you understand that man does not live by bread alone, but lives by everything that proceeds out of the mouth of the Lord. Verse five, thus you are to know in your heart that the Lord your God was disciplining you just as a man disciplines his son. Verse seven, for the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, a land of brooks of water, of fountains and springs flowing forth. And he says there in verse number nine, you will eat without scarcity. Verse 10, when you have eaten and are satisfied, you shall bless the Lord your God for the good land which he has given you. Verse 11, beware that you do not forget the Lord your God. Verse 14, then your heart will become proud. Verse 15, he led you through the great and terrible wilderness with its fiery serpents and scorpions and thirsty ground. And then he says that he might do good for you in verse 16 in the end. I want you to know, if you're gonna receive the fullness of what Father God has for you, you must go through the wilderness, beloved one, faithfully. This is why James told us, rejoice when you're going through a trial. Don't waste your wilderness. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus and Rabbi will be right back. But first, a special announcement. Experience the majesty of Jerusalem. Join us for a remarkable event that will unite believers from around the world. I invite you to join me on our journey of faith as we celebrate together the Feast of Tabernacles. Don't miss the extraordinary event from Jerusalem, Israel. Join me live from the Daystar Studios in Jerusalem, Monday, October 2nd, noon, again at 9 p.m. and then 1 a.m. the following morning, only on Daystar. Did you know that this ministry is all about preparing the way for the inevitable return of King Jesus? Well, it's true, and we'd love for you to partner with us in this life-changing mission today. Together, we will change lives, not just locally, but all over the world. To support this team, call 800-777-7835. That's 800-777-7835. Or you can visit us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And now here's Rabbi Schneider. I don't know where you're at right now or what you're going through right now. What I know is this, it's critically important that you bind your heart and your thoughts to the word of God. Seize his word and don't let anything else in. The Lord was stripping the children of Israel from worldly ways of thinking and teaching them instead to depend on him and to have faith in his word. The Lord said here that I was disciplining you and humbling you that you might understand that man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Jesus said, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. If we're gonna ascend in the spirit, if we're gonna enter into a deeper place in our walk with God, if we're gonna enter into a deeper realm of experiencing Jesus's supernatural presence in our life, we're gonna need to bind ourselves to his word. And what that means is, if you're in a wilderness right now, you need to start to confess God's word where you're at over your situation. 
Whatever your situation is, don't start confessing discouragement. Don't start confessing defeat. Instead, confess what God's word says. He wants to train us to rely on his word, and he does this oftentimes when we're in the wilderness, and rather than being brought down by our circumstances, instead what we do is we bind our heart to the word of God, bring our mind into agreement with this word. And as we do that, we get trained by his word. And then he supernaturally brings us out of the wilderness. We learned a lesson there that's gonna be a blessing for us for the rest of our lives. And it's gonna result in us prospering in the spirit because we've learned the principle of walking by faith in his word. Don't waste your wilderness. Walking, beloved, in the wilderness in a way that's gonna produce fruit in your life involves realizing he is with you in your wilderness. God is with you where you're at right now. Sometimes it's easy for us to believe that God's with us when we're in church singing a beautiful worship song. Then it's easy to believe God's with us when we feel his presence. But Father God wants us to understand that he's with us wherever we go and wherever we're at. David said, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. I want you to hear me. Don't waste your wilderness. Begin to confess more so than ever before that Jesus loves you, that he's doing something good in you right now, that he's got a good purpose in your life and in this situation, and that he's with you right now. Jesus said, I will never leave you or forsake you. Once again, I want to remind you, it was only when Israel was in the wilderness for 40 years that they literally saw the Shekinah glory of God in the center of the camp for 40 years as a pillar of fire by night and a glory cloud by day. Father God wants to train you and I in the truth. We need to begin to confess that God has not forsaken us, that God is with us, and that we're in this wilderness because he's preparing us to do us good in the end. This is what he told the children of Israel, beloved ones, in Deuteronomy chapter eight. He said, the reason that I did this is because I needed to train you and I needed to bring your heart into alignment with truth. I needed to humble you and get you dependent on me. I needed to repair you because I'm about to bless you. And if I blessed you before I prepared you, before leading you through this wilderness, when I blessed you, you would have become proud and you would have got rotten and spoiled and I would have had to reject you. Not that he ever stops loving us, but that we wouldn't be able to be in fellowship with him. So the Lord said, because I have such an awesome future for you, because I've destined you to bring you into the land of fullness where you're gonna be satisfied, I had to first prepare you in Deuteronomy chapter eight by bringing you through a wilderness to change your heart to get you humble, to get you dependent on me, to put you in a posture where pride was broken so that when I bless you, you would respond to the blessing in a healthy way and that I could continue to bless you because you're prepared now through going through the wilderness and the lessons you've learned there and the humility that was established in your life there, you're now prepared to receive the blessing. And because of that, you're now gonna be able to have joy in the blessing rather than having the blessing, beloved one, spoil you. I mean, some of us can relate to this even in the natural realm. We think about things in our life that we had to earn and how when we earn something by going through the trials and the effort 
and the discipline that was necessary to earn that thing, maybe something that we had to save up for, when we finally acquire that thing, it produces life. On the other hand, if you just keep giving people something, they don't do anything to deserve it. They don't do anything to earn it. They haven't been prepared to receive the blessing. When we give them things, when they receive things, it can just spoil them and produces bad fruit. Don't waste your wilderness. This is an important and necessary step, beloved, of salvation. I want you to understand when I say this. Salvation is a process. Sometimes Christian evangelicals think in such black and white terms. And it's good that we understand absolutes, that we have absolute doctrine. Jesus is the only way to God. That is absolute truth. But there's other areas, beloved, that we have to have a greater understanding on. For example, salvation. Salvation is a process. It is true. When we receive Jesus into our life, when we confess our sin, when we receive him into our life and receive the gift of our Holy Spirit and turn our life over to him and begin to follow him, we have entered into a salvation experience. But I want you to hear me when I say, salvation is also a process. In other words, there's an outworking of salvation. We're being changed day to day. We're being transformed year by year. We're becoming more and more like Christ. It is a process. If you're truly walking with God, you don't look today like you did a year ago. You've changed. I'm not talking about your physical appearance. I'm talking about the fact that your inner man has been transformed. You see, one thing that never changes is the fact that things are always changing. Anything that's alive is changing. Salvation is a process, and going through wilderness experiences in our life is part of the process. I'm gonna give you a word of God right now. I want you to receive it. Your life, beloved, is gonna be a cycle of trials and joy. There's gonna be seasons in our life where we're gonna be feeling lots of celebration, lots of peace. It's just gonna be a happy time, a full time. But then there's gonna be a season in our life that we're gonna go through a trial. And as we go through that trial with our eyes on God and continue to put one foot in front of the other in the wilderness, loving Him, praising Him, being confident in our faith that he's working something good in our life as we're in the wilderness, what's gonna happen is we're gonna eventually come out of that wilderness with a fresh release of joy, a bigger release of freedom, a bigger expression of fullness, and it's gonna be like that our whole life. We're gonna go through a season of wildernesses, a season of trials, and each time we go through that, we're gonna grow, we're gonna be strengthened, and we're gonna come out the other end of that stronger and more full of life, full of peace, full of power and full of Him than ever before. I want you to know today, beloved ones, God has got great plans for your life, but let's not put our head in the rock and pretend that everything's gonna always feel good. No, God loves everyone that He receives and He loves you and because He does, beloved, He's gonna continue to refine us through trials. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, and our Bible teacher is Rabbi Schneider. We've been learning about why we need the wilderness. And if you'd like to learn more about this ministry, or if you'd like to hear today's message again titled, It's Necessary, then please visit us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And you know, Rabbi shared with us today the principles for life in the wilderness. And when we give back to help those who are 
are struggling and in need, it makes their time in the desert a little less painful and a little sweeter. But we couldn't do what we do without your support. And to share a little more about why your prayers and your financial gifts are so important, here is Rabbi once again. Paul taught us that the Old Testament was written for us, believers in Jesus today, upon whom the end of the ages has come. What we learn, beloved, from the Old Testament, which was written for our instruction, is that Father God told the children of Israel to bring their tithe into the place that He chose for them. If Father God is using discovering the Jewish Jesus to establish His name, his son and his kingdom in your life, I wanna ask you today, beloved, to make your financial sacrifice to him through discovering the Jewish Jesus. See, the scriptures tell us that we should financially support the ministries that are feeding us. I wanna thank you for your financial gift today, and I can promise you this, as you're obedient to the Lord, Father's gonna bless you. I love you, and shalom. To give a financial gift today, simply go online to discoveringthejewishjesus.com or call us at 800-777-7835. You can also give by donating through the Rabbi Schneider app. Just click on the donate button in the middle of the home screen and then follow the simple instructions on the screen. And you can send your donation through the mail when you write to us at Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 7 Blissfield, Michigan 49228. That's P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan 49228. And you know, we are so grateful for every single gift that we receive. It's because of your generous and your faithful giving that we can reach people all over the world who need to hear these straightforward and timely messages. And as our way of saying thank you for your financial gift, we'll send you Rabbi Schneider's message of the month that's available as a download. And then we'll also make sure you receive our current newsletter, which is filled with updates, special announcements, offers, and so much more. So give today by calling 888-MY-RABBI. But right now, before we wrap up today's program, let me tell you about another Rabbi Live event that's happening early next month on October the 2nd at noon Eastern time from the heart of Israel that will bridge continents and cultures. Rabbi will be live in Jerusalem. He'll be embracing the spirit of tabernacles and what this specially set apart holiday means in the lives of believers today. And we'd love for you to join with us. To learn more about this remarkable event, visit us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And now to wrap up today's program from our Don't Waste Your Wilderness series, here is Rabbi Schneider. In the Old Testament book of Numbers, we find a blessing God speaks over his children through Moses and Aaron. It carries the idea of favor and expression. Open your heart to the Spirit and the Word today and receive Father's goodness into your life with confidence. Yavah Yahweh Yair Yahweh Panavelecha Vihunecha Isa Yahweh 
פניו אליך, ואשם לך. Shalom. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up with his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. Let our prayer team pray for you. We lift up every individual request before the Lord. Submit your prayer request or testimony at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. That's discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Join us tomorrow when Rabbi Schneider explains why we shouldn't worry. His message is titled, It's Only a Season, and you can hear it Wednesday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.